All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my newest episode of the podcast. So, today I'm going to share my opinion and thoughts on Crew 2, a new game from Ubisoft coming on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It's a it's a pretty good game, mind you. So, what is it all about for those of you who don't know it? First of all, the game is going to be released in a couple of days. I think in only four or five days, so not that long. Um, the beta that we played was not a beta, to be honest. It was supposed to be called a demo, I think, because you usually release a beta when 80% of the game is done, and you usually do it for multiplayer. While this was done mainly for multiplayer, it had much more focus on the single player than multiplayer. So, yeah. I really, really have no idea what was going on here by calling this open beta, especially since the game is coming in five days. So, this has no business calling itself a beta, especially if they want feedback, because the game is finished. It's already gold, it's already coming out, and I'm probably sure many places already have the pirate version. And by pirate, I mean like, you know, they're receiving it much faster than other places, other retailers. Um, but what is the purpose of this game? The purpose of this game was to actually, you know, um, have fun uh, flying, driving, and boating, sailing, something like that. So the trailers have you believe that, you know, it will change. Like, you know, while you're driving, you can immediately go to boating, you can immediately go to flying so this does not happen in the race however i have yet to see a race like that unless of course if you count the tutorial race which it actually changes um like perspective like suddenly the bridge is a little different in perspective so then you can you know change your driving style or even boating maybe flying but it's not instantaneous so, the very tutorial or the demo shown at Ubisoft, even the trailers, have you believe that this game is very seamless, it's very nice, and that everything you do, the changes and all, are going to be very, um, you know, completely unique to this game. But that's not what happens. In fact, you can go into free roam and change between a car and an airplane easily, Though, to be honest, it's not that exhilarating. But boating, I didn't even do it. I mean, I couldn't do it. I mean, in the middle of a city, how can you suddenly go into boats? It will just spawn you near anywhere else. And if you spawn it with your car, change yourself into a car, then you're going to spawn in the city. So it's not seamless, to be exact. Um, Gameplay-wise, I have to say that the game revolves around you getting gathering fans and people to become your fan to you know you so you get contracts and stuff like that and the contracts are very simple as far as i've seen it's mostly like you know get number one in this one beat the lap beat the time score get this by score so very basic stuff but the thing is here that you don't actually see any of the seamless driving, like changing perspective, inception style racing, you know, 
is pretty much standard racing. But what does it have to appeal to everyone? Honestly, the fact that you can change between three different, you know, modes of travel is the only appeal, in my opinion. Otherwise, it doesn't have that much appeal. They even have a loot box system that at the end of the end of at the end of each race you get a loot. So sometimes it's like um, upgrade for your gearbox. Sometimes it's for your suspension, engine, stuff like that. Now the fact is we know that this is Ubisoft. So while you may get loot after each match, and most of them were really good, helping you actually improve your car, I'm pretty sure the final game will not be like this. I'm pretty sure you have to do it like five times until you actually get a good thing, good upgrade for your for your car. So I know Ubisoft. I've been playing their games for a long time, especially since they brought out the loot box system, so I know what kind of a jerk they can be. But maybe they learned something from EA, so they might not do that. So I'm not gonna judge too quickly. Loot box system is something bad to be honest. I mean First of all, we don't know how much drop rate or, in fact, good upgrades will it, will it give you. So not knowing that fact is going to be trouble. Because if we don't know uh, if we're going to get good upgrades after each race, then why should we even race? So well, let me just go pay $5 and get all the upgrades I need, right? But if I know that I'm going to get good upgrades after each race, I'll just continue racing and knowing that I'll be better. But then, of course, comes the second problem. Maybe we do get good upgrades, but maybe the great ones? Mm. You either have to beat the hard version of those, which also require your car to be in top shape, by the way, even the first race, or simply pay money to make your car the best car or buy the best car and just have it upgraded a little bit. So, we don't know this system. But like I'm pretty sure all of you will agree with me, loot boxes have been trouble in the past, and I'm pretty sure if this is a loot box that concerns upgrades for the car, it is gonna be trouble. Because it changes the gameplay. It affects the gameplay directly, especially in multiplayer. So, yeah. That's that's trouble for Ubisoft, though I hope that this will not happen. So now we come to the gameplay part, graphics part, story. Let's just start by things that I think are not that important. First of all, story is non-existent because it's basically you as a driver, who whose only job is to gather fans, get money, race, race, race. That's it. There is no story to be seen here. In fact, I didn't even see villain, hero, anything. So, it is a racing game, but I don't think it needed. It needs any story to be, you know, um, to you know, kind of make you want to play the game. It doesn't need a story. It's a racing game. Who cares about the story? I think just you know, telling you to just gather fans and all that—that's fine. But maybe give it like an end game. Say like if you just gather this many fans, you'll probably get a very good thing, like a beautiful car, maybe a jet, something like that. So, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it actually has a story or not, but uh, it's it's kind of weird if it does have a story. I mean, it should be a really good story, like the old Need for Speeds. If it doesn't have a story, I think that's better. 
progression in the game is very much based on fan system. So each race, as you begin, tells you how many fans you're going to get by finishing the race. So you don't get fans by doing stunts in the middle of the race or driving really well. You just get fans by finishing it. Unless, of course, you're participating in an airplane um, race or kind of a, you know, stunt kind of thing. And then, of course, you do get fans by doing many tricks and all that. And I think boating system also allows you to get a few fans aside from racing, but though not, not that much. So, I think it's going to be pretty much exploited. So... It's going to be grind for most people, but I think most people would actually start with the airplane system and just, you know, keep upgrading the airplanes until they get a lot of fans and money so they can just breeze through the racing stuff. That's my idea. I mean, it's pretty much exploitable. Um, then we come to something else. If the progression system really goes on making you get fans... And you get fans only by doing a race. What's the point of having fans anyway? There is a possibility. They told in the game that when you get to famous status before even getting to professional, you can get fans by going in free roam and sometimes doing stunts and stuff like that. But since doing stunts with a car isn't as exciting as doing it with an airplane and not it doesn't get you that many fans, why should we even try? Why should I waste my time? If I know exactly how many times a race should be done until I get a fan, what's the point of even putting that fan system? So just say XP. I mean, it's just easier, right? Because if you want to get fans, it should be something like Bernard Paradise, where you could do anything in the city, you get money, you do damages, and it'll be fun. You can suddenly just jump up and down and destroy the cars. So, that was cool. But for this one, eesh. I don't like this system, because it seems very poorly implemented. Why do I think it's poorly implemented? Mainly because of the gameplay itself. Ubisoft is not known for its racing games. It's not even known to have good uh, controls for cars or airplanes, anything. The prime example, Far Cry 5. So, we know that Ubisoft likes to experiment the controls and everything from their other games into their newest games. And... They always do that. The problem is they just experiment so many times you don't actually get to see the final product and when you kind of do, it sucks. So, racing in this game is... Oy. It's like... I don't know how to describe it. Let's say that it's like Need for Speed 2015, but worse. So racing in the game, especially with a car, isn't exactly exhilarating. You don't feel the speed. You don't feel like, wow, I'm so, I'm having so much fun. Wow, this is so much speed. Oh no, if I crash, I'm gonna die. Nothing like that. You just feel like, la di da di da di da. I'm just driving, just like that. It's not exciting. You just drive, and the screen doesn't even bother to. You know, change a little so you feel like maybe you're having a little speed. The controller doesn't even vibrate. Something worse than this. The game has... I don't know if I should call it fair or unfair. But imagine you're going at a high speed. And the braking system and the handbrake system in this game are awful. Terrible. 
I mean, you cannot drift in a racing car. If you buy a drifting car, sure, drift. But in the racing car, hell no. It just stops. You don't get to drift. The car just stops. It just slows down. And you don't even have to use the hand brakes because they're awful. You just use the brakes. Much easier. So imagine doing that and you're trying to get the hang of this to kind of, you know, make this turn. And by your terrible luck, you suddenly hit the wall. You hit a prop on the track. What happens? You lose the race. I mean, literally. As soon as you hit a tree, a prop, a wall, your car just shuts down. And when you try to get back on the track, you have several options. One, if the prop was destroyable, you just press the gas and you move on. Problem is, the car takes a long time to continue going on. I mean, even my car, which is really old, it can move faster than that, even if it got stopped. But these cars, especially the good cars, they take a long time. They feel like there's something heavy on them and they're like, until they get back on the track. It's awful. I don't know why they thought this was a good mechanic, but it's terrible. Same thing as Far Cry 5 if you have played it. Same thing. So... Imagine Far Cry 5, the racing, the airplane, same controls, same physics, so you'll know what I'm talking about. It wasn't great. So imagine that, and you hit a wall. It, sometimes the controls are inconsistent. I mean, maybe it's just me, I'm not trying to point fingers at Ubisoft to say that it's your fault, but I'm actually comparing it to many racing games I've tried, especially some terrible ones, but I feel like, you know, when I drift, when I even brake, it doesn't work. I suddenly see my car go right out of the track and continue moving outside the track while it's moving on its sides. How is this possible? <laughs> my car was not supposed to be a drifting car. Why is it going? So, this is another example which costs you a lot. If you miss a checkpoint even by one centimeter, I think that's fair because it's racing, but if you do, you have one choice. You can just reverse, which don't even do it, or go back onto the track by holding down R1, L1. Previously, I remember in old video games, racing games, I made the good ones actually. Need for Speed when it was actually good. When you wanted to get back on track and there was any of these buttons that you could press, as soon as you did, you would just, you know, spawn back onto the track and finish. You move on as fast as possible. Doing this in this game takes you approximately two seconds to just press it down. And when it takes you back to the track, after you've done holding the button for two second, seconds, you get back on the track. But it seems like maybe it took you more than two seconds and maybe it was like five or six because suddenly you're at the end. I tried this once. I was ahead of the pack by like 3 seconds margin. And I pressed down those buttons. I got back onto the track. And I was at the, in the last place. And I had like 8 seconds to catch up to everyone. The first person actually. And as soon as I, my car just started to go, it changed to 12 seconds. So in this game, if you crash, if you don't go 
as best as you can. Good luck. I feel like this is a Dark Souls version of racing, except it's not fun, and except it's not that good either at giving you rewards. I mean, it said your car is 140, it recommended this 100, and no matter how hard you try, you're still not gonna do it. It's, you're just gonna fail. You're not gonna be number one. At best, you're gonna be top three. Yeah. Some tracks are easy because they have secret shortcuts. But if you don't use those shortcuts, there's no way you can be number one. Maybe you can tell me, you know, get good, but think of the majority of the players. They're gonna get bored if they keep failing. Hmm. Anywho, there's another problem with the racing, and that's there's no destruction. I don't know why we think this is okay. Um, I have no idea why people have no problem with this anymore. But even Need for Speed Carbon, which was an old game, Need for Speed Most Wanted, they had destruction. Your car would get totaled, would get destroyed. Burnout, same thing. But recently, we don't see that anymore. We see that cars, nothing happened to them, especially civilian cars, which is even weirder. So when you hit somewhere, nothing happens to you. When you hit a civilian car, they're even stronger than you. They can mow you down. So it's pretty bullshit that nothing happens to your car. You can actually see some graphical things like uh, snow on your car or like mud. That's basic stuff. Give me destruction. That's the important part. It's important that, you know, when you crash, you get back into the race. But at the same time, you're thinking, holy crap, my car is totaled. If I don't drive well, I'm going to lose the race by losing my car. And then I have to repair it and pay for that. This can be a great racing game. But right now, this idea is dead. It's not in this game. Boating, on the other hand, has the same issue as the racing. It's pretty stiff. It's not smooth. You don't drive around feeling like smooth or that this is going well. It's very stiff. Same thing goes for um, piloting. It's just as stiff, just as terrible. It doesn't get you any feeling of, wow, I'm flying a plane. Same thing as Far Cry 5. Believe me, same mechanics, same physics. You remember in Far Cry 5 when you go... Until the atmosphere, <laughs> until the end of Earth's atmosphere, your plane would just go. It wouldn't stop. You couldn't actually stop your plane, no matter what you did. And when you came right to the ground at nosedive, you could just, you know, pull back and immediately you're in the air. There was no fun. To be honest, GTA does all of this much, much, much better. So, here's my thoughts on the game as a whole. If this is a game Ubisoft is giving us, let me tell you, the first possibly tens of hours you have to grind until you get a good car in any career that you want to choose, because you have to spend a lot of time in any of them, because it's not like, you know, you go racing in a boat and suddenly you're going to be good in racing, uh, street racing or professional racing, because you're going to buy those cars, sure, but you still have to go a lot of races, so... I imagine the first tens of hours for grinding is going to be a serious grind that's just going to bore the hell out of you. The physics and the gameplay of the game are so stiff and awful that you're not going to be impressed by it. You may even actually be bored to max. 
the, the actual maximum super bored and graphics are nothing to write home about and it's the same thing Ubisoft always does they show a really good game you play the game and you're like so what's new same graphics I mean same downgraded graphics this game doesn't have revolutionary graphics or anything that would actually make you go like wow if you play Far Cry 5 it's the same thing going on photo opportunities by finding flamingos or birds with a car that's bullshit sorry Ubisoft that's not a neat idea I don't think anyone would like to go like in a car trying to mow down a few flamingos and think like Haha, this is so fun I'm taking picture with them haha I got my trophy no no nobody doesn't think this is fun looking for loot boxes using a radar system is not fun definitely isn't and desert off-road that kind of thing still controls are stiff main problem of crew is that controls are super stiff second problem is that the game has been touted as a multiplayer video game not a single player experience so far i only had single player experience and they always had a beta are for multiplayer testing i didn't see any multiplayer i did get an invite from someone but when i tried to join because these are ubisoft servers you couldn't because some potatoes are connected to the servers so yeah i didn't see any multiplayer i did go into free roam to find a few players i did find a few but as soon as you find them and you just crash to them or even just you can't even honk at them that's that's another thing that's bothering me you can't even honk at them and they just disappear for some reason i don't know what the hell was going on and trust me my connection was actually really good nat type was fine so i had no idea what this was happening i didn't get to race one time in multiplayer it didn't have an option for it i didn't know what, how people actually do did this i didn't see any option for multiplayer mm. final thoughts crew 2 if this is the final product which it is in my opinion 6 is the best mark it's gonna get any mark higher than that is completely unreliable or by people who haven't experienced some of the greatest racing games of all time don't think to yourself that okay we don't have any other choice so we're gonna buy this one it's the only choice we have think about it this way if you don't buy this game if you actually buy cut this game Ubisoft is gonna get a message and by getting that message they realize that our fans are not gullible <laughs> they're not stupid so we need to actually put out a good product I was actually very excited for crew 2 I even changed my internet connection my ISP to be able to download this beta to play this beta god I was so disappointed this video game is is another Ubisoft game they just have a few good ideas they use the same broken mechanics from their other games which have been brought from other other video games and without perfecting them they just put them in the game and expect you to say that they're good the crew 2 is not the exciting video game you were waiting for it's not the exciting racing game you were waiting for it's it's like a modification for far cry 5 that it has a few tracks but no 
excitement. I say the game has a lot of content. I'm not denying that. But if it had a little excitement, if it had good controls, then I would say that this is the perfect racing game. But since it doesn't, since it doesn't excite you to drive, since it doesn't do anything to make you feel good, so screw this. I, for one, I'm not going to buy this video game. It seems like another cash grab for Ubisoft, because I don't think even they even work that much on the video game. So, I'm sorry, it's my opinion. I don't like Crew 2 at all. It doesn't seem that good. Though, um, maybe, maybe, if they actually worked on it, gave a few updates, like they've been working on Rainbow Six, I think if they actually make the controls better, if they actually give you a feel of destruction or excitement of the driving, I might actually give it a go when it's in a reduced price. $60 for this? Hell no. If you want to enjoy racing games that, you know, can change in the middle of a race, you know, from flying to driving to um, swimming to even jetpack, try GTA Online. First of all, every content they give out is free. Second of all, it actually is fun. Driving around in GTA V, especially in Transformer races, is pretty fun. Your car gets totaled. And while I do agree that, you know, if you mess up, you're messed up. You're not going to recover from that. But at least you don't get in the last place. Not like that. You actually get a chance to get back maybe to the top three. But in this game, you don't. Once you crash, you're done. So go play GTA Online. It's a much better and much, much more beautiful MMO. Because it actually hosts many people in one server. And the races are actually pretty crazy and pretty fun. So, sorry Ubisoft. This, this is just another miss. So, in a few days of course we'll see the Metacritic score. My opinion is that it probably gets 67 or 69. Um, the only reason I think people are going to give it a high score is about the, because of the contents and everything. But I'm sure it's not going to get that much of a high score. Maybe I'll eat my, eat my words. If I do, I'll be really happy. Because I'll be proven wrong and I'm going to go buy the game. If it's actually good and if it's any different from this beta. But I know it's not going to be. So let's just hope they work it out.